Welcome to The Meteor Podcast, a weekly news show about what's going on in the media community. This episode is for Friday, June 13th, 2014. Welcome, Meteor fans. I'm your host, Josh Owens, flying solo today. Uh, We actually have a special edition for you this week. It's the, um, I don't know, not sure what to call it. I guess we'll call it MDG Speaks. Um, it's, uh, an interview that, uh, Avital and E-Kate, uh, did together. They kind of interviewed each other and just kind of talked about what they're working on. Uh, found that kind of interesting. So we're going to, we're going to skip doing news because I think this itself is newsworthy this week. So enjoy and, uh, hopefully you get some valuable knowledge out of this. I know I sure did listening. Before we get started, I also wanted to introduce our sponsor again this week, uh, Modulus.io. If you are doing production media hosting, I would highly suggest Modulus. Uh, That's what we use for, I would say, probably 98% of the apps that we have. Um, uh, We've played around a little bit with Heroku, but we find that uh, Modulus really offers the best um, platform for getting your app going and uh, easy deployment and uh, you know we've we've run into weird errors with Heroku but we haven't really had that many with Modulus uh, we also love the support they give you um, they are you know you get your first month free and then they're 15 bucks a month after that for uh, one servo and uh, you know if you use Mongo HQ with the um, Uplog, it makes it even easier to, to scale up to new servos and, and handle a ton of traffic. So check out modulus.io. So uh, without further ado, here's Avatol and Ikate. Hi, uh, I'm Ikate and this is Avi. Hi. We are here on Media Podcast. We are uh, media core developers. We are going to talk a little bit about what we're working on, sort of things we do here. So Avi, what are you working on? Yeah, that's boring. Let's talk about something else. So um, I was at a restaurant today for lunch, and they just showed uh, NASCAR on television. And I un- want to understand, like, what happened to American culture where all the bars and restaurants have television screens? Well, actually, it's a fine American tradition. America started in the Wild West, which was very polite because everybody had handguns. And one way that you enforce politeness is by giving people something to do that's not talking to each other. Because oh. if I don't have to talk to you and I have a communal excuse to ignore you, then we can maintain the fixture of politeness. Oh. But it's not that I don't like you. It's that the NASCAR match is very interesting for me. And that's why the television's in all of the bars. Okay. So um, <laughs> that was great. That was really helpful. I learned a lot from that. I hope you all learned stuff too. Um, but going back to what we're doing here. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Blaze is cool. We've been working on it for a while. You all use it. Meteor ships with Blaze. Everybody loves it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a bunch of features we want to add on to it that everybody wants. You know, we need template local states. We can create re- re- uh, reusable components. We need uh, two-way data binding. We need um, server-side rendering. We need animation hooks and all this stuff. And uh, the problem is the current state of Blaze is kind of messy. We put up a bunch of duct tape before we merged it for 080. And now GreenSense started the process of refactoring a lot of that so it's easier to maintain and uh, makes all things just like less buggy. So that's one of the biggest things we're working on now. And then afterwards, we'll be able to ship these new features uh, more fast than we are doing now. Cool. So, Ike, what are you working on? I am working on the media packaging system. Um, there are over 1,400 uh, pa- smart packages in Atmosphere. Smart packages are things you add to your media app to get things like login or forms or uh, routing even. 
And we want to, want to make it easier for users to add and remove packages, to publish packages, to version things. We want to make sure that things work better with the release process so that when we have a UI refactoring and you update your app to a new release, you, you can know if any of the packages you have installed are going to break, or maybe you don't update until there are versions of those packages that will not break that we will also help you update to. That, that's really powerful. I remember when we released uh, Meteor 080 with Blaze, there was, um, it took a long time for things to stabilize with a lot of packages that needed to be rewritten. And a lot of messages on the mailing list were about uh, not, nobody knowing for sure which packages work and with which branches. So that would yeah, be really cool. That's, that's exactly the sort of thing that we are hoping to fix and make it easier to deal with. Awesome. And that also is, um, has some functionality that like Node NPM doesn't have. Is that right? Like You can have specific versions that are known to work with specific other versions? Yes. That's, that's one, one, of the, uh, one of the concepts we have is a concept of releases. So you can say all of these packages are together in a release. We know all of these packages work well together. And if you're using one version of this package, let's say you're using a specific version of uh, Meteor UI, well, we know what version of Meteor accounts-UI works with that version of UI. So that's the version we're going to tell you. That's the version that the system is going to tell you to use um, without you having to figure that out. That's awesome. And it is possible for people who are not even MDG core developers to publish their own releases. Oh. functionality we're going to expand on in the future. Oh, so it's like um, curating a set of packages that are known to work together, some yes. of which might be forks or experimental versions. Yes, that's the idea. That sounds like a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of things you can do with that. Interesting. Like, what is the work involved in the project right now? Well, one of the big pieces of this project, one of the big reasons it took so long is that a lot of the infrastructure inside of the tool for how to deal with packages did not know about how to version things, how to make sure we pick the right version of a package. And so we had to rewrite a lot of that to be more modular, uh, better at sort of substituting bits in and figuring these things out. Uh, it's, it's a lot better now. The code is cleaner. Uh, the tool can do more things. It's more modular. And we're pretty close to finishing it. So that's very exciting. So that's for 090, right? Yeah. Uh, and what are some of the things that happen on packaging after 090? Well, there's a lot of anticipated work around forking. Um, even in 090, the media tool is going to be one of the packages that is in the packages system. It's going to be versioned like all of the other packages. And so we... wait a second. The command line tool is just a package like any other package? It is, a, yeah, abstractly speaking. Oh, that's very interesting. And we know that a lot of our users run their own forks of Meteor and run their own forks of many of the internal packages. So, for example, there will be a lot of work on getting forking to work smoothly and to work well with the system and to make it easier to fork things and run things from a fork without having to run them from checkout. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. The media packaging system, it's going to be exciting. It's, uh, it's going to be the experience that you have come to expect from Meteor. It's fun. It does the things you expect the way you expect them. And it does not let you shoot yourself in the foot unless you really, really want to. So, yay! Coming out soon. Cool. What else should we talk about? Um, is there anything else I should say about Blaze? I don't know. So, Avi, let's say you had an infinite amount of time uh -huh. and an infinite amount of tiny minions who all wow. really liked coding. 
And they were all working on Blaze. Oh. They were all like clones of you, but but like even better. Yeah, I nice, guess they're clones nice. of like, yeah, a merger of you and Greenspan and everyone else. Uh-huh. So That's interesting. We have to think about that first. No, what, sorry, go on. what would you tell these minions to work on? What are the dream features you have for Blaze that you just wish you could implement? I mean, they're all the same. Fe- it's always the same thing. We need Right now, we need to finish going over all the GitHub issues that we've put aside for a while. Some of them are bugs we need to fix. Some of them are people misunderstanding how Blaze works. Some of them are things that are confusing about Blaze. So we should figure out what those things are and fix whatever needs to be fixed. And then there's a set of new features we want to add, some of which I've elaborated on Hackpad that we sent around. Everybody wants to access template instances from helpers. There's a lot of small things like that. And... Um, and then we just implement all the features we always knew we need. Um, it's like always the same list. It's two-way data binding, animation hooks, server-side rendering. But but didn't something happen with animation hooks this week? Oh, good that you ask. Animation hooks. I mean, I think I've heard that word before. Yeah, it's kind of we've we've been keeping it a secret, I guess. I don't know. So here's the thing: before we launched OEDO, we had animation hooks, and it worked. It was awesome. We had this thing called animated list. You could put any div inside an animated list component, and then whenever Whoa. things would change there, it would just move around. It would adds, removes, and moves would all just it would be beautiful. And the problem is we couldn't agree on the API to ship it, and because at the time we were in like super crunch, like get the code to work mode, we just said, okay, API questions are demand a different kind of mental state. That's not for now. And then we just put it aside, just like a lot of other things. But then these uh, awesome people from Percolate Studios uh, basically like harassed me every time they met me and said, where are our animation hooks? And somebody told them, like, okay, I'll give you animation hooks. So Emily took the old animation hook code that we had commented out and uncommented it. And then we found a small bug. We fixed the bug. And basically now we have a hacky version of animation hooks. So it's undocumented. It, has, it does not have a clean API. But I guess it works because Percolate Studios have built some kind of new transitioner, Whoa. like an iron layout Transitioner so, something. So Avi, Mickey Mouse is animated. Would Mickey Mouse approve animation hooks? Mickey Mouse, no. That's a. Di- I think you need like what's it called? GL, you know, the 3D thing. Oh yeah, I guess that might be harder. Yeah, I don't think you animate Mickey Mouse. No, but it's really cool. Basically, it means you're allowed to set whatever hook you want. Um, so when Blaze comes to insert an element in the DOM or remove an element or move one, instead it says go and call the hook that you've set for that div for the elements in that. Di- or not, I mean, any uh, DOM element. And you can override them to do whatever you want. So it doesn't have to be animations only. You could do, like, I don't know. What's, like, an example? I don't know. Good question. That's why we don't know. We haven't thought about it all the way through. But it's hooks. It's UI hooks. It's really the feature. And animation is one thing you can build on top of it. So it's the kind of thing where I think we're going to keep it as a weird API for a bit, maybe talk about it a little bit, get some people to build examples with it, and then see what they want, and then... Clean up the API. So, Ivy, if I wanted to use this weird API, <laughs> what would I do? Uh, I guess I should send an email to Meteor Talk or something. Um, there's a in on Devel, but not yet released with Meteor. Um, any DOM element that has an underscore UI hooks um, attribute on it, uh, it could be an object with three possible functions. I forget the exact names, but it's like insert element, move element, and remove element, and then you can just implement them, and that, will, that is what will get called instead of the default DOM methods. But the real answer is uh, soon we'll send an email to, I guess, Meteor Core. Cool. Yeah, that is cool. That's exciting. I'm yeah, this is the kind of thing, like with great. Blaze, the thing with Blaze is like it's a really big project, but there's also a lot of small things we can just do. And so I'm trying to get us to just do those small things and not like make everything into a really big project. Yeah, That's I guess there's cool annoying. stuff going on there. So yeah, so we have Blaze improvements, we have packaging, 
We're done with opt-lock tailing. And then what else is there for 1.0? Well, there's control files. Oh, what, what, tell me about control files. Well, you see, right now when you make an app, you like have these mysterious directories that say things like client and server and public and private and library. And there's a mysterious loading order for files that's kind of alphabetical, but kind of not. Yeah, you, you, you name files like A underscore something, yeah, B yeah, underscore yeah. something. And sometimes you put them in a directory that says slash lib, and then you nested five times, then it turns out you <laughs> misunderstood the file loading order, documentation. Like, we keep getting GitHub bugs on it, but like, and we close them because people, but the, the actual problem is that it's just a mess. So we're going to re- make a new control file, and it's going to make it easy, and you can specify things like loading order and various, and you can know what directories do. You don't have to, like, look at the documentation every time and memorize and be like, well, if I want this accessible to server and client, put it in this directory, but if I want this accessible, I put it in this directory, and ah, this is so confusing. So we're going to make that less confusing, and it's also going to be probably easier to read, and it's going to replicate the current behavior by default, but you can set your own. And we're hoping that it'll be similar for packages and apps because uh-huh. we think that there's this concept of a media project. And if we like unify those together, that might be fun. Wow. Exciting stuff. Yeah. How long is it all going to take? Uh, well, I am optimistic about having an RC for packaging soon. And after that, there will be some work on the control files. What's an RC, Kate? An RC is kind of like a pre-release. It's when we send out mail to the mailing list, like Media Core and Media Talk, saying, hey, if you want to be adventurous and try out this new release, you can do so now. It's like going to beta or alpha, depending on what, how you feel about letters. Um, and people can try it out, and then we fix some bugs, and then we send out the official release. Cool, but what does it stand for? Release candidate. All right. All right. What else? That's all. That's enough. This is enough. This is probably enough. This is enough. All right, guys, that was fun. Um, let us Let's- know if you liked it. If you liked it, shoot us an email, ekate at media.com. Avi at Meteor.com say, hey, guy, that was awesome. That sucked. Yeah. Why didn't you say more about this and or that? We could also talk about other engineering projects going in the company. You mentioned them briefly. Yeah, what else is going on here? Well, we put Meteor up on HackerOne's. Cool. What's HackerOne? It's a website. It lets people find... It's a website that encourages people to find security bugs and holes in Meteor, report them to us, and have us fix them. Oh, that's cool. And is that working? So that's uh, Project Emily's taking on her responsibility. Yeah. She put it up there, and she's spending a lot of energy looking at all the uh, responses. Yep. So there are three ki- bugs that we have closed there already and six hackers that we have thanked for their efforts. That's awesome, yeah. M- Maria, of course, uh, yes. here. She, she, um, she's, she wrote, I, I'm sure some of you read it, it's an awesome document about how depths works. I think Matt tweeted about it. And uh, that's really awesome. That's the beginning of the process that's going to lead to what we call the Meteor Manual, where people can just read how Meteor works and how to use it. And that is one of the ways where Meteor will be distinguished from all these other things out there that are kind of like cobbled together random bits of code that some person wrote at like 2 a.m. Um, that maybe works sometimes. When they fix a bug when release, they break some, uh, Sorry, I'm, I'm going to stop. But um, point being, uh, Meteor is a very serious project. It's not just about the code. There's a whole ecosystem. There's community aspect. There's the uh, training material. There's all documentation. Yeah, and- def- Definitely. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And, and that's, the, that's the thing, right? That's what we're trying to do here. We're not, the point is not, like, how does this compete with that particular other technology? Like, we're building a platform that people can use and learn and make sense and works, you know, over but, time. But for the record, it competes well, and we're great. Yeah, and it also competes well, but that's just beside the point. All right, that was cool. All right. So uh, thanks for Meteor Podcast for doing everything other than recording this, which... Which is, is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And um, go, you know, follow them, do all that stuff. And, um, you know, as I said, send us emails. Again, ek.meteor.com, avi.meteor.com. If you want to tell us anything about 
what we said, what we didn't say. If you have any questions you want to ask, if you have any thoughts for what should happen next time, if such a thing happens. Yeah, what do you guys care about? You know, we don't promise, of course, you know, but, you know, send us emails. So, yeah. So, yeah, thanks, everybody. Yay! You're awesome. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed. Have a great day.